Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And uh, we are back for Halloween season. Uh, the newest movie that we watched this week was Candyman, the 1992. Uh, we are going to do a follow-up to this as well. Um, <clears throat> of the, the newest one that came out, was it last year? Yes, 2021. 2021. Um, and you're the one that actually brought, uh, suggested this. You were like, oh, we should totally do um, Candyman, um, because I know you've never seen it, and I well, I, I only remember a little bit of the story and some of that, so going back and rewatching it was great, because I was like, holy crap. Yeah, I've seen it, but it's been so, so long, and I don't... I can't remember if I saw even saw it all the way through or not, but I remember like seeing part of it, at the very least, and being like, okay, this is a freaky movie, but like I like I had either never seen or forgotten how messed up the ending of that movie is because holy cow, but yeah, we can get into that later. But like, yeah, so I'm actually like weirdly excited to talk about this movie. Um, yeah, so um, if you're not familiar, I believe Candyman. I'm trying to remember. I should probably. I know it. Uh, uh, Tony Todd um, <clears throat> is in it. I was trying to remember. Yeah, Tony Todd plays the character of Candyman. Virginia Madsen is uh, the character of Helen Lyle. Xander Berkeley is tr- her husband, Trevor Lyle, which, I mean, that dude's kind of a piece of shit in the movie, but like props to the actor because he yeah. did an excellent job, but you really do hate the dude by the end of it. Um, and then Casey Lemons plays Bernadette Walsh, who is uh, Helen's friend. So... Um, but yeah, like there's okay. So okay, that's what I need to check. That's what I was trying to figure out. So Candyman, it's uh, 1992, and then there was a sequel, Candyman uh, Farewell to. Why don't you just give me the full names of everything? Um, And then Candyman Three, Day of the Dead. So one came out in ninety two, ninety five, and nineteen ninety nine was the third one. Yeah. So it's Candyman, Candyman Farewell to the Flesh, and then Candyman Three, Day of the Dead. Uh, yeah, and then the the newest film that came out uh, <clears throat> this uh, last year. So yeah, I do want to talk about this. Oh yeah, also uh, Ted Raimi is in this. Yeah, that uh, was nuts. So yeah, a really good movie actually. Uh, kind of, I don't know how big this movie is because I know a lot of people don't talk about it as much. Um, I know Mark uh, Matthews' brother brought it up. Uh, another, this might be another one of his like. Uh, top tier of like favorite like kind of horror icons and stuff like that it's as well. an excellent movie and it's an excellent horror icon. well what blew me away so this did came out in 1992 so if we do spoil it you haven't seen it yet i would shut it off now um if you're currently trying to find it it is on the streaming at peacock right now um <clears throat> it also says it's on uh amc plus with the prime video channels sorry i'm looking at imdb so that's how i'm getting yeah no you're totally fine because i have um i have like things pulled up too as well too um and yeah i have like some trivia that i can throw out if you oh no yeah i figure we're going to talk about because basically i know one trivia you're gonna you're gonna toss out because it's one of those well-known ones um Mm -hmm. that everyone talks about but i do want to i want to talk about that um when that when we get to that so yes perfect you can totally do that so when we get to that part because uh in my head, I was like sitting there going like, wow, they really emphasized on this thing, yet it's only used once in the movie. But that's like the huge thing that centers around like Candyman. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Like, I wonder if they do more with it in the other series or something like that, but it's like, you know, it's like, it's like, the, like it's like, well, thing. it's like the biggest icon on the poster. Yeah. And then it's like, I catch in there going like, okay, well, when does the thing happen? And then it happens towards the end. And you're kind of like, wow, for a movie that emphasize, but then again, you know what? If I, if I think about it correctly, I mean, they, you emphasize on a movie called Jaws and you don't see the motherfucker show up until the end of the movie. So it's kind of like not That's a true. big... Not something that you don't uh, see in some of that. But yeah, no. Yeah, honestly, um, like, you get, like, one good look at the shark. Uh, sorry, I'm going to Jaws for a second. You get one good look at the shark whenever he's throwing the chum in the water, and it ends up, like, Jaws just, like, opens his mouth right as he's throwing the chum. And then you never really see the shark again until, like, he's literally just chewing on the boat. Like, <laughs> quite literally chewing the scenery. Well, yeah, that's literally how, that's where the No, movie, I know, but it's kind of funny now. to think about, like, it's like, once, like, maybe 30 to 45 minutes, and then, like, 10 minutes before the movie ends, then you see the show. But, You're uh, totally right. Sorry, I was like... No, but... I didn't even think about uh, it. What I was trying to get at, so, yeah. So, this is a... Um, Shit. Okay, I forgot what we were. Uh, we're talking about Candyman. Yeah, Candyman. Yeah. So, um, I only remember seeing this once, mm. a long, long time ago. Seeing it again was really kind of cool and interesting because you really like. Okay, so yeah. So the story starts off with like, um, two women and they're like investigating like like it's almost like urban legends and stuff like that. And then it just so happens her husband, uh, is like teaching a urban legend like class thing like where. <laughs> Well, I think he's, like, friends with a guy who, like, uh, like one of the faculty members at her school that she's going to, that her husband is a professor at, is, like, a huge, um, like, teaches, like you said, like, teaches, like, the... the well, that was the thing, because that did come more. up when she showed up at the, his uh, class at the end of it. She's like, what are you trying to do? I told you we weren't doing this. I don't want to just, it to spoil my thesis. So it's really interesting that they're, like, writing and getting all this stuff, and it, it just so happens, like, like, now that I think about it, they're not even reporters. They're just students trying to finish a paper, but, like, everything they do is very, like, underground reporting and stuff like that. Like, yeah. we, they visit an abandoned place. The woman goes investigating, taking all these pictures. You know, it's, like, it's very, like, it's very, like, nose-to-the-grindstone uh, journalism. And in my head, it's so weird to look at the movie now compared to, like, how things are today where you're just, like, no, I'll just fucking look it up on my phone and find Yeah, so, like, I'm sure I can it, find a bunch of pictures on Google of people, like, going into this place yeah, and taking exactly, pictures for like, me. Like, like in, yeah. yeah, back in the day, it's like, no, we had to do this all ourselves. So it's a very interesting, like, start to that movie. Uh, clearly, like, uh, the husband's up to no good, and they really established that, like, in the beginning, which is kind of nice because, because it also throws in this weird thing where it's also, like, throughout the movie... You could say the um, Helen, yeah, the character Helen is getting more and more crazy. Like it, it almost seems like is this all in her head? Is this all this? But like murders are happening, and all this weird stuff and things like that. But it's also like her husband is. It almost seems like no, maybe she is crazy because like he he's like I'm gonna move on my own life because you're batshit fucking crazy. Yeah, and like he kind <sighs> of like gaslights her to a certain extent and kind of like treats her like basically he's like well i'm gonna be the like play the role of the supporting husband but it's pretty clear that he like doesn't really support her like basically doesn't really care about her even though like she's like no i want to be like happy with you and like she's like really trying to make a life with him and he's just not giving her like really anything to work with no yeah so. but it's an interesting movie so basically the concept is is to it's almost like the bloody mary where you sit in the mirror uh with the lights off 
and then you say Candyman five times, and yeah. then he's supposed to appear behind you, but then it's also tied to there was a serial killer that was named, they called him the Candyman, and it was all like, but then you find out, like, the old building that these murders were happening, it's like, yeah, there's shit all tunneled out of them, like, it was literally like, and that's kind of like, his, it's interesting, like, how they tied that, like, mythos to the actual spiritual creature of this reincarnated serial killer or whatnot, uh, apparently, because that, that's what the rumor, you're thinking, like, oh, he's a serial killer, uh, and this is the ghost of that serial killer. Yeah. And then you find out the actual story, and you turns out, like, no, this was a dude who was murdering, like, 19... But like, in the 1800s. Yeah, the 1800s or something like that, and you're like, but the murders did happen, like, not too far from the year 1992, so you're like, okay, that timeline doesn't add up. Like, how... If he... If, if, if this gentleman is the Candyman... That is How the did, serial yeah. killer. Like it, it would be impossible because this guy was wrongfully accused and then murdered pretty much in the streets. Like they chopped yeah, his hand off in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, because they chopped. And you're like, huh? They like chopped his hand off and stuff like that and everything. And then they explained like his hook, you know, and stuff. And you're like, oh, okay, kind of cool. And then I think that what did they douse him in like honey and shit like that? And the bees. Yeah, they just, dipped him in honey and like let like the insects basically just eat him. Eat him alive. And this you're and you're like, but when that story hits. It's like midway through the movie, and you're like, oh, everything I thought that was happening in this movie, I was completely wrong. So you're like, okay, why is this? Then why is this guy who's wrong? Is, he's just getting revenge? Like, what's his. Yeah, it's kind of interesting <clears throat> how the story kind of takes the route of like, okay, it's going to start off at, like, basically, it starts off of like researching where serial killings happened and trying to figure out how it relates to the lore and then it turns like it just kind of like weaves the whole thing together in a very intricate way and very well done for how short a time they had yeah well it's a it's an hour and 39 minutes what's also very interesting there isn't a lot of uh like blood uh like i I should say blood there is some blood but it's uh but what i mean it was like you were thinking this is gonna be a hack and slash movie like technically Candyman's body count in this movie is very low it's not i don't even think it hits 10 Oh, no. It barely even hits five. Like, it, and you're just like, what? So I'm actually very curious, like, what the... I'm sure they might not be the greatest sequels or whatnot, doing, seeing the time in between them or whatnot. I could be completely wrong. The The second one probably could be really... I have more faith in the second one than I probably do the third one. That's what I'm mm-hmm. just going to say. Just because it's like 95 and then nine, 1999, I'm all like, did anyone even like care about the candy man at this point you know but uh but yeah this movie is really good really interesting and it just kind of blows my mind that it's like i don't hear enough people talking about this movie yeah no i know i agree like you're absolutely right like it's a very good like movie and it's definitely like a cult classic but it's definitely not talked about nearly as much as it should yeah you know like people rave about and 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 not saying that you can and cannot rave about whatever you want to rave about but it's just like but yeah like in conversation if you do a horror movie conversation and maybe someone goes like okay well who's your first slasher dude you know it's going to be like People going like, no, fucking Michael Myers could kill Jason, Jason Voorhees' yeah, ass. You know? Freddy, yeah, Freddie. Like, you're going to get, like, the standards. The standards. Even That's fucking like, Chucky will show up there. And, and yeah. that's the sad part. Ghostface is technically probably the newest one out of those group of, like, villains in the slasher yeah. thing. And he is more notable than... Uh, Candyman. Yeah, if you bring up Candyman, everyone's probably going to be either be like, "What?" or they're going to be like, "Oh, I totally forgot about that." Because, but yeah, like it's kind of weird to think about. Like technically, like, like I don't want to be a dick, but like I feel like uh, 
Candyman is scarier than like Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees or anything like that. Like, because like, and that was the other interesting thing was like the, the movie kind of focused on the fact that like, oh no, like he's notable. And like the reason why Candyman has his power is because he's an idea. So if the idea kind of loses its value, then he like fades away. And I thought that was a really interesting, like basically like putting the, like basically like the more you believe in this, this, you know, being and the more like you focus on like and are afraid of him, like the stronger he gets. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, I was just looking up. Yeah. So this is one of those films where it looks like the 1992 Candyman film happened and then this is the next one in the series. So it was kind of, it's kind of cool that Halloween was able to do that and like it worked and other people are like, oh, you know what? Yeah. We have a really good first movie. Like we don't need to touch it. We just need to build what that original idea was and expand, mm -hmm. you know, on it and stuff like that. And I think that's a good way to like, no joke. Like if you were to even tell me like, Nightmare on Elm Street, the film order is going to be the original one and a brand new one, but all these characters are coming back and it's going to be focusing like this is so many years later. And yeah. I'm like, I'm totally down. I'm even down with that with fucking, uh, actually, the, I think the hardest one to do that with, but also probably the best one to do it with would be Friday the 13th because then it's like, it would explain Jason living out in the woods by himself because his mother never came home you know, kind of thing, even though, like, he's, like, this weird zombie, you know, zombified thing, but then it's, like, you could do a thing where it's, like, Crystal Lake has been officially, like, closed down after that incident, like, no one ever went back, nothing like that, and he's just stalking, so it's, like, it only seems to happen where it's, like, certain people would wander in, and then accidentally run across him, then he murders them, blah, 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 but then it turns out, then you, you can, again, rip the things from, like, like, all the stuff, we want to be influencers. We want to be this. And then you have, then that's the thing you pull that. And that's the thing. Best part is whoever's still living like actors and stuff like that. It could do this thing where it's all like the, the, the sheriff phone rings and it's like one of the kids who survived, but he's like a cop, like a sheriff in the town now. And yeah. he's like, what do you mean kids are on that property? Like, holy, like, and he like gets in the car and it's not like, or you could even make it like the chick from the, the yeah, first like, movie. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Like yeah. he could call her up be like, Hey, I'm hitting out of the park yet. You know, da da da. And you can then reference like other shit from, uh, Friday the 13th movies like how they killed Jason and you're yeah. like oh all of it's canon but it's like but you can see how quickly like he's like we gotta get the fuck down to Crystal Lake now you know mm -hmm. like kind of thing like these these kids are not they don't understand why this fucking area is like close off limits, and off limits yeah. you know like and I think that would bring like a good shock back to people going like oh wow you kinda you kept the lore of the first one and stuff like that and then you were just making like Jason this like 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 it it came down to it like we can't kill him but we learned he never leaves this area like he's bound to it so as long as we don't enter that area then and we're nothing fine. else yeah. yeah everyone's good you know yeah, it's almost like not entirely but it's like not entirely dissimilar from like willie's wonderland Oh, there you like, go. Yeah, yeah, like where they just have like a specific like area that they hunt in, and that's well, that's it. Yes or no? Because Willy Wonderland, if they don't get what they want, then they'll leave. But they'll yeah, leave. that's why I was saying it's like did we not review that movie. Or no? I can't remember. I don't know. If we did not, that's a definitely thing. But anyways, oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying. But I love that idea. Like we're getting. <laughs> I keep getting off the topic of of the movie we watch. But uh, I was just about to say, like I love them doing that, where they're like, hey, the, we know the first movie's fucking good. Let's just keep that as fucking canon and not do a reboot and a retelling of this shit like yeah if if 
If Let's you, just stick yeah. with the mythology and go from there. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure uh, a lot of people who saw the new Halloween in 2018 uh, weren't newcomers. Yeah. I mean, it might have been a very small, small percentage, but these are people who the watched, majority... watched the original movie and are coming to go, yeah, let's see what this is all about. Yeah, the vast majority of people who saw like the Halloween movie are probably pe- like big fans of Halloween, yeah. or at least have seen the first one, so then they have some context for it. And that's why it's kind of nice to have like that big of a time gap, because then it's like, okay, now like we're doing like a like a basically like a soft reboot sequel to the original but so then you can pull in like all of the people who've seen it and enjoyed it and then like it gives them like a nice like Like, let's build on the mythology not disregard it so um yeah it's just very it's just very interesting with that kind of stuff so yeah no this movie's great like i said his body count isn't that big but he is a very huge like supernatural present in this movie and i love how the movie is filmed i loved how like some of the cinematography and everything that just like every just like it's just it's like this weird this is like a movie that i think like not too many people it i feel like this was like this would have been a horror movie currency this Mm. would have been one of the things like you see it you have it on vhs you taped it somewhere and you hand it to somebody be like oh you like horror movies yeah watch watch this and then get back to me you know kind of thing like that training of just like obscure like uh, movies and something because like i'm trying to think uh, i should probably i'm trying to remember uh i i don't know i'm trying to remember if candy man the original one if it actually was released in theaters um because i think the rest sure. of them went completely to um like dvd or you know something like that yeah so yeah. candy man was theatric release on october 16 1992 tristars pictures and polygram film entertainment uh, looks like it grossed over 25 million in the U.S., where it was also regarded in some critical circles as a uh, contemporary classic of horror cinema. Yeah. So yeah, so the first one did do very well. Yeah. For the budget they had and everything like that, and it was theatrically released. So there you go. Um. But do oh that was the thing I was gonna say. So Tony Todd. The guy who plays the Candyman. Yes. He, like you said, his presence is fantastic. Also, his voice in that movie is creepy as hell, oh. and I love it. Like, it's, like, he really brings, like, this massive amount of, like, gravitas and, like, just, it's chilling, and it's so good. Um... But um, yeah, so, and so we'll get into this and stuff like that. So one of his weird things is, like, he, he, uh... He has, like, this hook for a hand, and that's where he's, like, gutting people and all that kind of stuff. And and then at the end of the movie, you f- you find out that, like, like his entire body is like a fucking honeycomb that's just filled yeah. with bees. Yeah, that was and crazy. And you're like, what the fuck? And, and the one thing, uh, if you want to get into any of the trivia and stuff like that, but, like... It, it just uh, it just blows my mind. I will tell you this. This is the one thing, and I don't think it's the one. Hopefully it's not the one that you know of huh. uh the honeybees in Candyman were controlled by norman gray who previously handled the bees on films such as the deadly bees 1996 <laughs> the movie my girl 1991 and fried green tomatoes in 1991 so Crazy. those bees those bees have been in a couple of features well the his own bees but yeah so first off this I'm just gonna get to the triv- piece of trivia yeah, yeah. that like most probably most people know. So 
Tony Todd, those were real bees on him that like they used special effects to a small extent to just kind of like try to like make it seem like there's more than there actually are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he actually was handling live bees. Um, they had like a bee handler on set. None of the bees actually were like harmed. So that's good for people who love bees, I suppose. Um, but Tony Todd's lawyer actually like put it into the contract that Tony Todd would get paid $1,000 for every sting that he received during the filming of the movie. And so he made $23,000 off of each, uh, off of the bee stings. I'm also just curious, how much did the actress make? Because she even had like bees all over her too and shit like that. She got stung once, like a couple times, but it wasn't like anything near like what happened with Tony Todd. But yeah, that um, just like blows my mind with that. When you hear that story, you're like, what? Yeah. The other thing is that uh, this is probably a lesser known fact. The bees were bred specifically for this movie. So they, uh, the, each bee was usually only roughly about 12 hours old. So then they looked like mature bees, but their stinger wouldn't be powerful enough to do any like real damage and actually like, oh, like okay. create like, like legitimate like bee stings. So they, they're actually like, none of the bees are more than like probably 24 hours old in any given shot. Um, Another fun fact is the scene where she goes into the bathroom and she lifts up the toilet lid and there's the hive inside it. They actually took um, like the the queen, like the pheromone from the queen bee and put it inside the toilet to make sure that the bees would stay in there. And so then they kind of like swarm in that area. And so I thought that was really cool. Okay, too. yeah, that was cool. That was a cool effect too and stuff like that. Like yeah. just like all the. Okay, so I did see this. I didn't know about this. So it did get a couple of accolades like from different mm -hmm. award ceremonies stuff like that. So. Uh, it looks like the Fangori, the Fangori Chainsaw Awards in 1993. Uh, it was nominated for Best Actress, Best Studio-Wide Film Release, Best Screenplay, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Soundtrack. Uh, those were all nominated. It did win for Best Actress, Virginia Madsen. Good. Okay. Uh, then it was also uh, nominated. It was also at the Saturn Awards for Best Actress. Best Horror Film, Best Writing, Best Makeup, Best Film. They mm. were all nominated. Again, Best Actress, Virginia Madison won. And then they did the Fanta uh, Sporto, and it was nominated for Best Film. Mm. And then Avaraz Fantastic Film Festival, Best Actress, uh, Virginia Madison won. Mm. Uh, Best Music, Philip Glass won. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Audience Award and Grand Prize. Uh, it They won for Audience Award, and then they were nominated for Grand Prize. Yeah, like, they, there's some but really good, But I'm actually kind of like, disappointed music. that Ta uh, Tony Todd only got nominated from one of the award ceremonies and yeah. didn't get anything. Because, like you said, I think his, like, his presence is really good. And, and honestly, it's what give like it's what makes the movie so terrifying is because just having him like lurking in the background, like it's oh, it's so creepy, and like the way he carries himself is just so like he really does like walk like he's not fully human. It's yeah, so it's creepy. very it's very interesting and great and stuff like that. But yeah, no, this that's what I'm saying. So it's a really good movie. Definitely check it out. Um, it's just this. 
like we we were glued to it like usually when certain movies we were watching like we'll pause it and we'll be like hey did you know about this fun fact or something will relate to it or whatnot or, or I gotta, we'll be I, playing on I our got, phones i gotta go know. pee or whatnot like i'm pretty sure i was glued to this like i don't even remember looking any of this stuff up while watching like i usually do like oh who's this like i was just like oh fuck this is really fucking good yeah and and riveting and stuff like that so yeah this one is definitely like like it should have been for a long time but like yeah it's definitely in my like my top 10 of like horror films yeah um, granted it is like a little bit dated but i felt like it was like i feel it works for that movie it though. really does yeah like it, i don't know if you could like really pull off like a retelling of that story like the really sad part is is like I, the the only thing that i ever i felt like okay i this is kind of you know this is where i would be like okay this is where like the budget blah 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 mm-hmm. it's in the very beginning and it's when like they're doing the tell over and you just see like the weird swarm of like bees over the city and everything that even though you can clearly oh, see yeah. like oh those are like animated or yeah. like something like stuff and it's so funny because if you watch that as a kid like someone's like oh you want to get scared like right when you see that in the beginning of a movie you're like i cannot take this seriously so you're going to check out you know, because you see that nothing really happens, and then it's like just this building of the story. Nothing and, like, happens. Nothing uh, happens. That's no, not. It's not Blair Witch. Um, <laughs> but it's like the same. But like you know, if you're really like it's, it, and it's also the same thing with Child's Play. Like that very opening sequence when he's summoning. Like you have that cloud coming in. At the time, the cloud looks fucking phenomenal. But like now, you're like, eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even even though Could they even though they sell you on the rest of that fucking doll throughout that entire fucking story, like that's the thing you see that swarm of bees, you're like, eh, whatever. And then as soon as like the shit starts going morphing and twisting into this world, you're like, oh fuck, okay, what is this movie about? Like, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, highly enjoyable movie. Um, unexpected ending, like oh yeah, like very unexpected, like. Like I, the movie, I don't like, want to give it away if you haven't seen it, and if you yeah, haven't seen it in a while and you want to rewatch it, I'm not going to tell you what the ending is. You have to go find out for yourself. But fantastic freaking ending! Yeah, really good ending and stuff like that. Um, so uh, if you want, we can give our um, uh, what the reviews are. But give me a quick second. Let me pull that up. So who gave? So I can tell you IMDb right now. Okay. So IMDb gave it a 6.7 out of 10, which I feel is really low. Yeah, that's low. Oh, um, there we go. Now I see it, but go ahead. Um, the Metascore, overall Metascore for like Metacritic.com is 61, which again, I feel like is really low. Okay, there's like three that like really majorly underrated this movie and really really bashed it that's why it kind of yanked it down but i feel like it's well this one letterbox they gave it a 3.7 out of 5 and i think rotten tomatoes uh they gave it a 79 and i feel like it should be at least in the 80s or something like that because it is a what's the audience score for or does it give it tell you it's well this is just yeah for every reason Oh, do you have to, like, click on it? Yeah, okay, so... Oh, so this is even interesting. So they gave it a 79. The audience gave it a 62. Oh. Assuming the audience are underrating this movie, I believe, but... Uh, okay, well... Teach his own, I guess. I guess, but, yeah, I, I'm guessing it must be just due to, like, the dated feel of the movie, but, again, but I feel it like works that, for it, the movie. So it it's like, if it. you're going to be a snob about, like, whether or not it, the special effects aren't good enough, like, you do you, but I think you're wrong. So... <laughs> 
But yeah, highly enjoyed this movie. So if we're going to rate it, I feel like the best way to do it is five out of five honeycombs. Oh, I was going to go with uh, mirrors. Oh, that's a... But we'll go, let's go with honeycombs. Um, because that's actually more related to... Well, they're both really... Anyways, yeah, out of honeycombs, I would probably give it a four and a half out of five on this one because it's definitely worth like i feel like it's a good one to like go back to every few years like you don't have to like continuously be like oh yeah this is like one of my you know just throw it on the background or whatever because you're not gonna get anything done um but yeah i would probably say like every once every like several years like it's worth going back to and rewatching it again because it's just again like the overall ambiance of the movie is incredible um, what about you? Uh, me, I would definitely give it like a 4.5. Um, out of 5. Out of, a, out of 5 yeah. honeycombs. Yeah, no, to me, like I said, it definitely blew me away. It's definitely a movie that I will be like bringing up to people now going like, have you seriously seen the original Candyman? And people yeah. be like, what are you talking about? And then, um, but yeah, no, this is actually this is actually a fun trivia thing. So um, at a certain point, uh, we were talking about this and uh, one month we're probably going to do like a couple of... Um, you know, versus movie like you got mm-hmm. your classic Freddy versus Jason. Uh, I think I talked the, about this on the previous episode, but uh, I want to tell you. So, if you were going to do a a Candyman verse movie, what comes like what comes to your mind the first thing? Freddy. Okay, so you so you think okay, we just go back to the Freddy well. Well, yeah, because I feel like they since it's like basically an idea battling a uh, like a a dream world like i feel like that that would you'd be able to well like, i was saying really we don't i was concept. saying we don't bring like so you do freddy versus jason and then they're done and then you pick like candy oh, man like somebody okay. else you know or uh, like who would you like to see candy man like fight like no get me wrong the candy man versus jason or uh candy man versus um freddy? freddy would be interesting but i'm like since we've already seen like the versus movie of like the two Ooh, big bads i got one for you candy man versus pinhead Okay, okay. I, no, I like that because... Right? Okay, so I'm going to tell you this. Okay. So that comes to your mind. Yeah. This the, is the movie that they those were... Those are my two top picks in it. This like. is the movie that m- almost happened. It was canceled. Okay. The Candyman versus The Leprechaun. What? Yeah, right? Like, first off, how do those two worlds meet? Is uh, he looking in the mirror and sees his gold in the mirror? And he's like, give me my gold! And he's, like, yelling at the mirror. And then he comes out and, like, they just have this... I mean, no joke. That, no but, joke. Would love to see Would love to see fucking Candyman just throw him into, like, a wall, you know, and watch, you know... Oh, yeah, and Dorf also, just like, the, just, like, the, listen to the... It would be absolutely hysterical to listen to the difference in the voices of give me my gold yeah, and he's like, like you can't and you're like i can't that would be get like remotely no, close like, to the yeah, voice but, but like, no thank you for pointing out the pinhand thing because when i was looking for him, i'm like what movie did they that almost happened but never happened it was supposed to, and i was like is it the leprechaun because i'm like that seems just so bizarre bizarre to me and everything that's it. but yeah someone did put in like oh was there a you know a uh candy versus pinhead i'm like oh that would have been interesting but the one thing I will say, um, there was that because if you're gonna do a versus movie with a leprechaun, you got to do Chucky, right? Yeah, 
The, at least the sizes match up in that. And it would like, be fucking pretty hilarious. Pretty sure, like, and again, like, if you did the Leprechaun versus just about anybody, I'm pretty sure you could just get punted across the room, like, just... Okay, well, hear, like, me out gone. On, hear me out on this one. I know Child's Play doesn't need any help because they're making uh, buco bucks with the their series, which we still need to watch or whatnot, but there would be a reason for those two to meet. Yeah. Charlie, who's Chucky, comes back. He's like, I need to get this gold coin... It happens to be part of the leprechaun's gold thing, but he needs it to, you know, bind his body to, you know, whatever bullshit. Yeah, like thing he, he needs a new with. body because his is breaking down, so he needs. Yeah, like, like he, he needs, needs to, to transfer the soul and everything. Yeah, like that. so like that would be a reason. for I the think le- that's more thought that than has ever gone into, into like any movie? versus movie. Like, <laughs> well, like, you do. That's the thing. Well, with, with the, the exception versus, of Alien versus Predator, well, they kind of messed that one up. But anyway, well, okay. The the reason why they messed that one up is because they put humans in it, and then they actually humans would have been fine in it. But you set it our current time. Yeah, like, that it, doesn't make like everything yeah, else has been yeah. so many years into the future. Yeah, like it would have been cooler if a well, ship, at least with the alien stuff. Yeah, I think would have been really fucking cooler because it would it should have been you bring back Sigourney Weaver. The last movie, they escape from everything that, and they land on a. They finally get back to Earth, and yeah. when they get back to Earth, they literally land, and it's just predators and aliens just beating the fuck out of it. And they're oh, like, dude. "Oh my god, they invaded Earth!" But who invaded first? Like, it's like it's like we're the alien. Like, oh, so then you so, have that thing. You that, could actually probably come at it from the. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, but, you're good. I'm just saying, like, there's a better way to make these fucking versions. That's what. Okay. Yeah. Guys, listen, everyone listen, not just guys, everybody, everybody People. listen up. If you want to make a versus movie, you need to give them a reason to fight, like a legitimate reason to fight. Freddy versus Jason, I take it for what it is, but literally the only reason why they fight is because Freddy was trying to kill somebody and then Jason, sta- Jason first off was in the right because he was stopping a rape. Which is really funny to say now that I think about it. Because there was a girl passed out and she's having a nightmare and Freddy's taking over like her dreams. And then a dude like, oh shit, this chick's passed out. So he starts going to have sex with her. And Jason's just walking through the thing, hacking people, sees this dude, stabs him straight through. But it accidentally kills the girl. So Freddy gets pissed like, that one was mine. So that's the reason why they fight. And you're like, okay... I'll take it for what it is at that point because I will say Freddy and Jason fighting was fucking great. Like, in the dream world, in the real world, like, those were fun fucking fights. So I was like, I'll allow it, but give me a better rock hard, like, fucking reason, evidence. Yeah. That would be like... So I, I have a reason for you right here for the Alien versus Predator thing. It, like, if they did it like you did, you said, they said it in the future, Sigourney Weaver comes back, she goes back to Earth, like, on her ship... And, you know, aliens are there and they're fighting the predators. The reason why that happened is because uh, humans, like the fuck-ups they are. Oh, the company. Yeah, the company brought back alien eggs and the alien eggs, like the face huggers came out and started attacking people. And then they started creating like, you know, the usual like race of like aliens. And then the predators come down and they're pissed off because now the aliens have just killed off their prey. So that's why they're fighting. Well, actually, I would have put it this way. I would say that, yes, that I'm trying to remember that fucking corporation, too, but they're in every single one of the uh, alien movies. I know. <laughs> but yeah, because they've been wanting to get their hands on it because they want to weaponize it, all this kind of yeah. bullshit. But that w- better thing is, like, you think the predators come down because, oh, we're killing you because you're killing our prey. No, it should have been a thing where Earth was, Earth is, like, completely almost wiped out. So it's literally just Ripley and whatever remains of, like, uh, the Marines. 
you know, so there's a little bit of a group of army people yeah. and stuff of like that. They're a little bit trained. They're, you know, all for this. But what ends up happening is when the predators predators got an alert that aliens were on the planet because we have no idea how long they've been out there, the oh, predators, and yeah. they mark their hunting grounds. So when they see something else coming in, infiltration, so when they show up, they're literally there just to eradicate them, and that would be the thing where you look at the when the predators oh, yeah. and, when the predators and the the humans meet and stuff like that it's more of like a mutual like okay we're gonna we're gonna team up for this yeah um you know kind of thing and and basically like kind of what they did in that alien like the predators like yeah respect you fucking killed the queen alien like but it could be this thing where it's like the predators see ripley now for the first time and then they put her in those that high status of like you want to meet a fucking warrior you know and then if you really want to Oh yeah, I'm you really wanna this. you really wanna fucking try to do a tie-in. Uh, I feel people will be like, "This is bullshit." Fuck you. But if you wanted to, Ripley could always be a long, 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 long relative of the Arnold Schwarzenegger character from the original Predator movie. That'd be pretty badass. But uh, I'm just saying, give me a franchise. I, I I might I'll either make something everybody loves or something everybody can shit on. And even yeah. I'll be like, be like, that movie sucked. I'll be like, yeah, it fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if you if you shoot your shot and it turns out shitty, like might as well just own it. Like, but it's it. just but it's just like there's so many different versus movie with at least the, like funny like honestly great fucking team versus movie. I don't know, but this is the problem. Don't know how they would fight because there's no reason for. But wouldn't you love to see fucking Leatherface and Michael Myers because they both don't talk <laughs> yeah. and they just like. Just the head tilting towards and each other. And then be the thing like, where, like, he stabs him, and, like, he's like, Ugh! but then he's just, like, like, he doesn't, and then, like, he stabs him with, like, a chainsaw, and, like, Michael Myers is like, what the, like, what the, yeah. like but they're both like, why isn't this person dying? Everything else that I do this yeah, to Yeah, or dies, even, like, you know? Jason versus Leatherface. Like, that would be pretty funny, too, that because they're be both, badass. like, hulking dudes. Um, the other thing that I was going to say is... Uh, I have two options for you, and I want you to tell me which one you think would be better for a versus movie. Mm-hmm. So it'd be uh, Puppet Master versus either Leprechaun or versus Chucky, and I'm not sure which one would be better. So they- Leprechaun would be hilarious, don't get me wrong, and I feel like Brad Dorf could get some major hits in his Chucky. But I'm very curious, like, which one you think would be well, better. Well, I hate to break it to you, because in oh, 2004... No. 2004. Corey Feldman's in this fucking movie? Okay. Oh, boy. So, by the same company. Uh Uh-huh. And I've seen, I've seen, I'll put it this way. I've seen the original movie of Puppet Master, and I I do really like, that's a good fucking fun film. Like, that's a a fucking crazy film. But the same company, um, oh, fuck, what is it called? Full Moon? Is that the production? I think so. Um, But uh, they also did a movie, and I've seen this movie, and this movie is complete garbage compared to Puppet Master, but Demonic Toys. Huh. So they did a Puppet Master versus the Demonic Toys, and right when I saw that, I was just all like, well, the puppets are going to win because the Demonic Toys are fucking shit. Right. I, I'm trying to remember. If it's that's... not really even much of a competition at that point. Yeah, that's literally what it was. It was, and you had like blades just fucking like these toys, like these demonic toys up and stuff. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like they put them. They're like, look, this is what we have, and this is what we. That would be okay. Like even if they did, like it would be like because they did the same thing, Full Moon, where they did the 
uh, ginger dead man versus yeah. kill, uh, the evil bong. The evil bong, yeah. Which I, I still haven't seen any of the evil bong movies, and I'm a little bit sad about that. Because I feel like that would be high. I think that they're probably streaming somewhere. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. They they used to be on Hulu, but that was like years ago. So I don't know where they are But yeah, it's just one of those weird things. But yeah, I'm just saying like, I know we got off the case of like, but I just thought that was a bizarre, like really Candyman versus Leprechaun. Like I have no idea how, like my only would be is he walks into a bathroom. He sees the mirror in in the mirror. There's his pot of gold. But when he turns behind him, it's not there. So it's in. And then it's like. He flips out. He yeah. ha- he's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna get me gold back," you know. But then it's also like, well, "I need me gold." But then you're like, "But then why would he fucking steal his like? What yeah. what reason does Candyman have to steal his fucking gold?" You know. The other thing that I don't quite understand is like the reason why he's called Candyman. Like, I know that they leave candy for him as like a a tribute. A tribute, yeah. But I'm like, why, 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 like. If anything, right, well, it should be out. he should be called Bee Man because he's literally covered in bees. Unless like the whole well, no, because like the re, yeah, like the lore is that like he fell in love with a dude's daughter that he was paid to paint. Yeah. So. I'm very puzzled. Well, that's what I'm trying to. I'm looking like <laughs> like why. why like is the he reason why Can- he's called Candyman, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I've always, like, kind of wondered that, because I was like, well, if he's called Candyman, why are there bees? (laughs) Like, why is he? Okay, so this one says there are two good old Reddit. They said there's two explanations for this. Okay, so. Okay, I've tried looking for a reliable thing. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so the guy said he found two answers. Let's see. I guess originally he was killed after being covered in honey. Uh, something else about the new one being that he graced, oh, laced kids candy. Anyone knows the backs? Okay, so that was pointless. Um, the so supposedly like whenever he was lynched, like during his lynching, there was a little boy who started uh, the chant of Candyman at him. Oh, a cynical moniker related to his body being covered by honey, with a number another member of the crowd shouting "Sweets to the sweet." Mm. Okay, that's still. A weird, weird thing. But anyways, yeah. but uh, yeah, uh, Candyman. Check it out. It's great. <laughs> I feel like they should have just named him like Honeyman or Bee Man at that point, not Candyman. Well, then, okay, I guess well, Candyman sounds scarier. I'll but... put it this way. Okay, if I told you Bee Man, you'd be like, okay, was this a really bad Marvel offshoot comic? <laughs> yeah. And if I say Honeyman, those are either two Marvel DC characters or two Mega Man bosses. I'm gonna have to fight in a later game, like <laughs> Honeyman. You're like, okay, you clearly have run out of ideas. Well, Candyman just sounds like some creepo who drives around in a white van, offers candy to kids, and then like. Well, I think I'm, them. Wa- I'm wondering if they were. I wonder if they were also trying to. They were also feeding off the urban legend, which we found out was com- a complete lie. 
with the you know the sh- the the razor blades in your candy and stuff like that. And then what oh, we found out was yeah. yeah, there was one incident that happened, but it was the own father. Yeah, it was the father who poisoned his son's pixie stick by putting. Um, uh, it was, I can't remember. It's like a white powder. And I, my brain keeps arsenic. He arsenic, put arsenic yeah. in the pixie stick. And that, every time I hear that story, I'm like, man, now I just want pixie sticks. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> a horrible human being. Um, but yeah, that was that oh, whole thing. Because so he how, took out that... like a huge like life insurance policy out on his son. Yeah. And like the yeah, whole thing was super like, fucked yeah, that's up. The thing, but I remember like always growing up and it's always like, don't forget to check your candy. Don't forget to do this and do that. And you're like, one incident happened. And then when you know the full story, you're like, one incident happened because the guy fucking did it. Yeah, exactly. Like, the guy it... did it himself. Yeah. Um, oh, that was the other. So one last piece of trivia. Oh yeah. Um, you know the whole thing about how like the the murderer Candyman, like the basically the dude that was like actually killing people like in the the, in the walls and in stuff, the walls yeah. and stuff. So that was actually based on an a true situation that happened where like there really were apartments where like the the only thing separating. Like, basically, there would be, like, a wall, and then there's, like, a medicine cabinet with a mirror embedded into the wall. But if you pulled off the medicine cabinet, you'd see the other person's medicine cabinet on the other side of the wall, and you could push it in, and then you could get into the other person's apartment. And that's that actually legitimately happened where some guy, like, got into a woman's apartment that way and murdered her in her apartment. Mm. Um, So, yeah, that part uh, was actually inspired by True Events, which I found fascinating and kind of creepy and... Honestly, now I'm glad I'm not really living in apartment complexes right now. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to like throw that out there because I thought that was really interesting. That I was like, okay, so they actually did like this dude did his freaking homework before he made this movie. Yeah. No. So no, as I was saying, it's a great film. Check it out. Um, and then yeah, I know we have a lot of other movies we're going to review. Hopefully, like we said, we'll have a backlog for you. So um, even if we take time off, you'll still get like an episode and everything like that. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's all I had. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and twitter i think it's just not another b horrorcast uh, i think it's b horrorcast on uh instagram and twitter but and uh, then our facebook page is not another b horrorcast so yeah whatever you want to give us a like and stuff like that and then yeah feel free if you want to shoot us a line and be like hey you guys should review this movie give us recommendations if you want or even like new uh shows and stuff like i said like i said we were watching the original monsters and i'm like we well, should probably watch the original adam family yes know, i'm and whatnot we need so. to find that but yeah so uh but yeah i think that's gonna be it for not another b horrorcast i I am Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And until next time. Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out 4iradio.com. Yee! <laughs> <coughs> 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 Fucking crips. <laughs>